topic, Pan-Africanism versus Gurkham. Before I go into my presentation, I need to be clear on one thing. I am not creating these video podcasts for my health. Every Thursday, I will try to present topics in order to get black people, African people, on my friends list and in my social groups to talk with me in real time about the topics I'm putting forth through Facebook Messenger. So far, we have raised $900 for our film project. I don't know how long this is going to take. I have done all I can on my end. It takes a team to make a dream work. The only thing which is preventing me from turning my virtual Christian socialist organization, GERCAM, the grassroots community activist movement, into a real black Christian business, GERCAM Chicago, the grassroots community activist institute of Chicago, is the lack of manpower and the capital. This is why I turn to social media to get my message out to the public through my YouTube videos, my social groups, my blog postings, my online talk show, my revised book, and now through my future urban Christian film, Could Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins. This is my last attempt to try to do something positive for my racial group in America. The best way to support our film project is by sharing my video podcast, purchasing my ebook on my author page on Amazon for $9.99. Or you can get the soft cover for $15 plus shipping and handling. Or you can give a donation through our PayPal page. You can also buy our, product, our products from our um, virtual store. You can find all of my pages on my YouTube channel under About section. Those of you who work with me and Sister Renee will go down in history with us. Going back to the topic, Pan-Africanism versus Burkham. Today I will be discussing a very controversial topic among black people and African people. I may lose friends, oh well. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to recruit brave and smart black people and African people from around the globe to come forth and work with me and Sister Renee and turning my ideas into reality. The difference between African diaspora and continental Africans. Continental Africans were colonized. Europeans traveled to your land and imposed their laws, culture, and replaced your economy with theirs. Those who were colonized know their language and culture. The oppressor came to take your land like they did in Australia, North America, Latin America, and Africa. Here is an analogy. A group of people breaks into your home with guns drawn on you and your family. You are unarmed and you are forced to do whatever they tell you in order to survive. You experienced this for many of years. Now you have developed a colonized mentality. When black immigrants from Africa and the Caribbeans arrived in the United States, many of you looked down on black Americans because of the ne negative images from the mainstream media. 
again, that's propaganda and stereotypes. Some of it is true, but a majority of it is just a stereotype. In contrast, black Americans or African Americans were stripped of our language, culture, and religion. We have been living under a, under a brutal system called white supremacy, and we have been fighting that for 400 years. No one from Africa or the Caribbeans could have come here with without the help of Afri African Americans or Black Americans because we fought and died for, for our freedom in the United States. I need for my brothers and sisters from Africa and the Caribbeans to understand the difference. We have different experience. That's one reason why we don't understand each other. I have been reaching out to Black America online and offline for 29 years, and still I have few, very few Black people willing to work with me because of this Willie Lynch mentality. Many of them would rather see me fail at trying to improve the lives of Black, black people. My revised book has been on Amazon for nine years, yet it is still not on the bestsellers list. Not because of white people, but because many of our people just don't like to read. And this is why I have to turn my story into a film in order to reach the global black family. I guarantee you, once I start making big money, everyone will come out of the woodwork and play like they want to be a part of this new organization in black America. Mark my words. When we talk about reparation, it's always a problem. Notice the Civil Rights Act is not a law. It has to be ratified every 25 years. Now the financial elites are trying to attach the Equality Act, um, which is the LGBT community, to the bill we fought and died for. I'm tired of other groups trying to piggyback off our struggle. No other groups in America were slaves. No one is complaining about the billions of dollars going to Native Americans every year. It's only a problem when black Americans demand reparations for what we have endured. Um, we helped build this country. I'm encouraged. I encourage black Americans to ask your local politicians, why is Native Americans receiving billions of dollars from the government every year, but black Americans can't get reparations? American descendants of slaves, ADOS, is a term used toward identifying a specific group of black people who are descendants of American slavery. It's colonial period onwards. The term was created by Yvette Carnell and, and Antonio Moore. The adults movement has put reparations back on the table during the 2020 election. Adults is only pushing for reparations for black Americans, not for black immigrants from Africa or the Caribbeans. Ice Cube um, contract with Black America has also helped get the ball rolling because he reached out to both Democrats and Republicans about the issues of reparations during the election. Tyreek Nasheed created the term foundational Black Americans 
truth be told, Amos and FBA have the same goals, just different names. I reached out to both groups, yet they have not responded to my requests. Black Americans are only 12% of the population, yet look at what we have accomplished as a group. Africans make up 90% of the population on the continent, but they tell us white white people won't let them do what white people won't let, won't let them do in their own country. We as displaced Africans in America did not have any place to run to. We had no choice but to fight or die. Where, where is the Pan-Africanism movement in Nigeria, the Congo, Ethiopia, Uganda, Rwanda, Sudan, and Chad? In the Caribbean, places like the Bahamas, Barbados, Haiti, Trinidad, and Jamaica. You all are coming here to the place where black Americans, Adolfs, have fought and died for our freedom, but we are being disrespected by many of you, and that's not cool at all. Truth be told, we are not getting any benefits from Africa. For example, in Gambia, black Americans Adolfs are told we have to wait 15 years in order to become citizens. Where is our seat at the, t at the African Union? There is no African demands demanding a DACA plan for black Americans, Adolfs in Africa. The lack of sacrifice from black immigrants is a big problem. I am not from South Africa, but I am against apartheid and I am for land without compensation for African people in order to correct the greatest human atrocity in the history of humanity. We support black immigrants coming to America. All of a sudden, when black Americans adults push for reparations only for our, our group, black immigrants become hostile. We are looked upon as foreigners, as not as displaced Africans. Those of us who are woke are trying to come back to our ancestral homeland, which is Africa. However, if you want us to support your rights on American soil, then you all have, at the grassroots, need to support our rights on African soil. This worked both ways. First, we had white supremacists who exploited our labor. Now we have black immigrants who are coming over here trying to exploit us as well. The buck stops here. The grassroots community activist movement is changing the narrative from hope, change, and integration to black empowerment and black first. Africans abroad need to support black Americans slash adults. Many of us want dual citizenship. We want to set up chapters in 10 African nations that we will visit during our African visit or African tours. We want to work with African governments to help speed up citizenship process within five, five years or less in exchange for our talents and skills. We also want equal rights just like other African citizens. We want 
to invest in African countries on an equal basis and equal footing. Black American spend, spending power as a collective is $1 trillion. Our investment will help improve the African economy. We want to have proper business development in order to address agricultural technology, creating alternative energy such as wind and solar, solving rolling blackouts and water filtration in West Africa. We want to learn the language and culture of each country. We make our presence known in. We would like to recommend a public holiday to commemorate our ancestors' journey. We want to be included in the African Constitution. Citizenship is not just about having a passport, it's about financial security. The Chinese are becoming the new colonizers. If black people and African people don't get it together by not unifying, if we lose Africa, we lose everything and our children will end up paying the consequences. For example, I provide a video on my Medium page, which is the transcript for this speech. The, vi the video is entitled, Why Zambia is a Chinese Colony. You have Asian restaurants in Africa that is discriminating against Africans in their own country. What kind of sense does that make? You would never see an African restaurant discriminating against Chinese in China. It was black Americans slash Adolfs from the civil rights era who inspired African leaders to push for their independence from colonial rule. Don't take my word for it, do the research. What is Pan-Africanism? Pan-Africanism is a global movement that aims to encourage and strengthen bonds of solidarity between all diaspora ethnic groups of African descent. Based on a common goal dating back to the Atlantic slave trade, the movement extends beyond continental Africans with a substantial support base among the African diaspora in the Americas and Europe. Pan-Africanism can be said to have its origins in the struggle of the African people against enslavement and colonization, and this struggle may be traced back to the first resistance on slave, slave ships, rebellions, and suicides. Based on the, the belief that unity is vital to economic, social, and political progress and aims to unif unify and uplift people of African descent at its core. Pan-Africanism is a belief that African people both on the continent and in the diaspora share not merely a common history, but a common destiny. Pan-Africanism in intellectual, cultural, and political movements tend to view all Africans and descendants of Africans as being to belonging to a single race and or sharing cultural unity. Pan-Africanism posits a sense of a shared historical fate for Africans in America, West Indies, and on the continent. Pan-African 
um, thought influenced the establishment of the Organization of African Unity. Pan-Africanism stressed the needs for collective self-reliance. Pan-Africanism exists as a governmental and grassroots uh, objective. The main Pan-African leaders were Dr. Kumi. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to say it. Robert Mugabe, Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, and Nelson Mandela, just to name a few. Pan-Africanism believes that solidarity will enable the continent to fulfill its potential to independently provide for all its people. An all-African alliance would empower African people globally. Advocates of pan-Africanists often champion, champion socialist principles and tend to be opposed to external political and economic involvement on the continent. Pan-Africanism is about supporting all Africans for the good of, good of Africans. Africans in Africa don't see themselves as black. They see themselves as members of a tribe. And so that's a problem. But um, we're worried about that down the road right now. I'm just trying to focus on getting this film, you know, fully funded and made. My next topic is called um, G7 countries. So G7 countries want to stop China from becoming a superpower. They want to change, challenge China by investing and building infrastructure in Africa. I provide the article on my Medium page under show and prove. The article is entitled Biden's Administration. G7 Biden, Biden press leaders to adopt a unified approach to counter China's rising influence, unquote. The financial elites recently held their G7 summit, which most of the G7 countries are European. This is not a group that includes everybody. There's no African nations nor Latin American nations. Japan is the only non-European nation. The G7 include Canada, the United States, France, Germany, the UK, Belgium, Italy, Portuguese, and Spain. They were talking about China and how to counter China influence in Africa. America is upping its rhetoric against China as it pertains to human rights, yet all of the human rights abuses against black Americans are overlooked. The G7 wants to create a new scheme called the Green Belt In Initiative to partner with green investment for developing countries to offer them a democratic alternative to China. The article talked about everything from financing, everything from railways in Africa to wind farms in Asia by giving developing countries access to better and faster finances while accelerating the global shift into renewable energy and sustain sustainable technology. These Western powers are getting together 
talking about doing a lot of infrastructure and investment in Africa to compete with China. The question is, why isn't the Biden administration not investing into the black communities in America? China does not have the resources like Africa, nor does any of these Western nations have the natural resources that the African continent has. This is why it's very important that black people, African people work together to put an end to the ex exploitation of our motherland by foreign powers. Remember, African brothers and sister, sisters, it's the same G7 who have colonized you once before. They are France, Germany, the UK, Belgium, Italy, Portuguese, and Spain. The situation in American cities are getting more dangerous. For example, I read an article entitled Atlanta's Mayor Signing Orders to Make 100 All-Gender City Bathrooms, unquote. I provide the full article on my Medium page under Show and Prove. The financial elites don't care about putting investment projects in high crime areas. Instead, their focus is on having black politicians spend resources for restrooms for all genders. Family, when you have black leaders who are not in the pockets of the financial elites, they will act in your best interest. My thoughts about Juneteenth. I believe that Juneteenth deserves to be a holiday. Instead, it is being exploited by career politicians in order to give them fake gestures with us. Juneteenth has now been declared a federal holiday. While I have no problem with it, with that, it seems like all of these career politicians are trying to do is use our history as a springboard for their political advancement. This is an effort to credentialize Sheila Jackson Lee and Kamala Harris. Sheila Jackson Lee helped put up the bill for Juneteenth, but won't put up an anti-black hate crime bill for black Americans, nor will she put up a reparation package for black Americans. Juneteenth commemorates an atrocity that took place in Texas. It is worthy of a national holiday. The problem happens to be the people who are behind it. This was meant to pacify us and to credentialize a bunch of immigrants front persons. This is not meant to be a step towards reparations. We need to create institutions behind our culture the Jewish community do not allow the LGBT community to latch on to their culture. The same thing with the Asian community. We have to put an end to this fast. Juneteenth is a black family holiday and about building a community once we came off those plantations. The grassroots community activist movement is about connecting with other like-minded black people African people who want to help solve the problems within the black family and within the black community on a local, national, and international level. The CAM offers a 21st century solution to an old problem. Unification begins with us. We welcome Hebrew Israelites, the Moors, Pan-Africanists, Nuwabians, 
moderate black Muslims, black Christians of all denominations, and secular people. We also welcome non-black sympathizers. But before we allow guests into our space, we as black people have to get our house in order first before allowing guests into our space. We have to stop allowing other groups to impose their agenda on us. My revised book is the foundation of my organization. All of my social groups, both Christian and secular, I plan on turning them into a real Christian business known as Rakai of Chicago. I don't care about how much money you have. We will raise the bar in Black America, Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil. I do not associate with con artists, hardened criminals, active gang members, urban terrorists, nor pedophiles will be allowed in this organization. Everyone will be screened, must attend our mandatory orientation, subjected to a criminal background, and sign the community pledge, no exceptions. Also, we will develop thumb technology. I want to make sure everyone is doing their part. No freeloaders. Every member must contribute something to this organization. Since Black America has rejected my vision and plan for the past 29 years, my organization will be membership-based and private. This is how I get down. Once we come to Africa, Cam will become Global Kemet, meaning Land of the Blacks. Africa belongs to melanated people. Kakao Chicago will have several com- will have seven components. So a social service component, a spiritual component, which will be optional for secular people, an entertainment component, an entrepreneur component, a political component under our for-profit service-based business, and that's how I'm going to make my bread and butter. Health and wellness component, black media component. GRCAM, the grassroots community activist movement, will become a real black Christian business known as Grakai of Chicago, the Grassroots Community Activist Institute of Chicago. Our objective is to link and develop black businesses through global trade, investment, and educate education between the Sub-Hara Africa, the Caribbean, and Brazil from urban satellite communities within the inner cities of America, starting in Chicago. With all the money and black people in Chicago, we don't own any facilities like this in Chicago. The purpose of Kyle Chicago is to connect like-minded black people of African descent and business to educate black customers to buy from black-owned businesses. We want to strengthen the black companies, create jobs within the black community, create black businesses, and keep our dollars in our community. Kyle Chicago aims to become the heart of the black community by strengthening the black family through our programs and services. We will offer quality amateur theater at a reasonable cost. We will do comedies, musicals, and dramas. Kyle Chicago will also become a multinational community advocacy institute, which will provide individual businesses, private and public institutions in 10 African nations, the Caribbean and the United States with a broad range of market lending, financial products and services. Kyle Chicago will strive to create, create the best outcomes for our members and communities. Our 
wide range of social responsibility causes towards improving access to education, driving community development, promoting the arts, and protecting the environment. We aim at reaching the forefront of promoting enterprise and empowering black businesses as well as promoting Africa's fashion and food industries and help them to expand in our urban satellite communities within the inner cities of America, which will create new, create new um, jobs and global opportunities for African entrepreneurs and vice versa. Gakai of Chicago would like to connect African entrepreneurs with our urban satellite communities in America and vice versa. We want to connect Africa, African-American businesses with our urban satellite communities in rural and urban African communities. We are in the 21st century ecosystem of economics. We must teach our youth about African businesses on a global scale. These African brands can be an anchor for businesses within the black communities in America. This will create employment and an economic base and change the dynamics of the community. Kai of Chicago visions is to become a platform for enriching the lives of our members by building strong black and African communities in which we operate. In line with this vision, we are constantly pioneering ground breaking ideas that will offer our members digital platforms that connect customers to anything they need from e-commerce to music in one place. We will offer real real estate services, digital marketing services, educational services, hotel and hospitality management. We will do what we do in America. We will replicate